Hey guys, it's Sadie and Ellie and Morgan is not with us on this episode. She actually had other things to do. So it's just Sadie and I tonight. And then we also have a special guest with us. Um, We'll introduce him in just a second. Um, It's been a couple crazy of weeks. uh, So we've missed out on the podcast, which has broken our hearts. Um, So we're super excited to be back with you guys um, to talk with you and to introduce someone that is very special to us and someone that is following Christ and we can see that on a daily basis um so with us tonight we have Zach, Zach. yes Zach Jameson is our guest tonight if you want to say hi what's up guys um Zach uh, I went to high school with Zach actually um we went to high school all four years and um I always knew him as Zach didn't really know him as who he is now which is a follower of Christ which is something so awesome to me um so tonight he is going to share his story with us and um share what God has done in his life which we're super excited to hear about So the first question that we always ask everyone when they first come onto the podcast is what is something real God has done in your life? So Zach, if you will answer that question for us. I think one of the realest things that God has done for me in my life, um, it's kind of of a long explanation, I guess. Um, But when I was a freshman in high school, I didn't have a lot of friends and a lot of bad things were happening. My grandpa passed away. Relationships just weren't working out for me. My friends kind of just all left me. Um, but then this one guy that I just absolutely hated and didn't understand why I didn't like him. We ran across country together and stuff. Um, his name is Brandon Simpson, but we got to get together and, and God brought us together and we started doing everything together. We started running together. Um, there's a t- time period where I was pretty depressed and he would bring me cake and chocolate milk every morning and he would watch me eat it <laughs> and force me to. Um, but that just like... That resulted in so many things. Um, mm-hmm. His cousin became a youth pastor, and I started going to their church, and that led me to where I am now and wanting to pursue ministry. And so that was one of the coolest experiences that happened because at a time where I didn't have anybody at all, he just kind of came out of nowhere onto the scene, and it has just completely changed my life from that moment on. That's so awesome, and that is so such a real thing that God has done in Zach's life. And like I was saying earlier, I always knew Zach um, as like a really athletic boy in my uh, grade and someone that, I mean, he was such a friendly man, but he didn't have that love of God that I see now. Yeah, um, I was I was very much, I was a dirtbag <laughs> in high school. I really was. I was not somebody that, um, people really wanted to, to be around that yeah. much. I wasn't a very relational person. I didn't really talk to anybody or care about anybody except myself, really. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that's something so cool. So, Zach, now we're going to ask you your, the second question, which is, can you describe yourself before and after having Jesus in your life? So, before Jesus, it's, cra- it's first of all, like it's crazy to see this transformation mm-hmm. has been brought about by Christ. But before Christ, it was so lonely and depressing and honestly i was just so selfish and only did the things that i wanted to do um i used girls all the time for whatever i wanted to do my relationships were really poor Um, i only cared about myself in those relationships and i didn't i didn't care really about my family that much i didn't invest in those relationships all i cared about was the success that i was getting while i was running and the recognition that i could earn from that but i was just so empty with those things like those things were never enough 
for me at all. And I was just kept like longing for something. Like I didn't realize that there was this hole there, but it just kept getting magnified and more magnified um, because I was trying to fill it with all these temporary things that just didn't last at all. They always left me wanting more. Um, and so that was the shift. Um, when Jesus came into my life, it was kind of all at once too. It was kind of crazy because I was dating this girl that lived two and a half hours away. Mm -hmm. And then we just kind of broke up out of nowhere. And then like Jesus just immediately filled the gap. And it was so crazy because we were going through Ecclesiastes and it was just talking about how life without Christ is just so meaningless. Like Mm -hmm. everything is vanity. (laughs) It is like, man, like what have I been doing my whole life? Mm -hmm. And it just made me question all of these things and it helped me really discover um, what I needed and, and God provided for me right then. And now like life is so amazing with Christ and there's still hard things, but like mm-hmm. it shifted my perspective from being so selfish to, to being able to be significant yeah. and wanting to, to serve others and to serve Christ because of the love that he has, he has shown me. Like there's joy, like I can choose mm-hmm. joy and peace, um, that I had never experienced before in my life at all. And it's just so much better with Christ. Yeah. And I honestly think there's not enough words to describe how you feel when you accept Christ. Mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of times people ask me like, um, how are you feeling? Like, what? Do, how does God make you feel? And I'm like, there's only so many words I can say. But until you make that commitment, until you make that decision, you just do not understand the amount of power and love you feel from Christ on a daily basis. Even through the little things I do, I know on a daily basis, I always feel Him near me. And it's something so amazing and something we want you all to experience in your life. And seeing the change that God has done throughout Zach's life, I think it's just so amazing. Like, a lot of people say that they pursue God and, you know, they are trying their best to grow a relationship with Him. But you can really see that through Zach. Like, he is on fire for God. And I think that is just so amazing. It makes me happy. I know it makes everyone else happy. So this is also going to go into our third question. And this is, in what ways are you allowing God to lead you in your life, moving from being a teenager? into adulthood so it's been kind of crazy with this transition like it's been very very difficult to transition Mm -hmm. from being a teenager into an adult and it's kind of happened to me like really fast too there's been a lot of things like within my home life yeah um like my dad hasn't really been around that much so i feel like i've had to kind of like step into that role a lot Mm -hmm. quicker um than than most people do um, so that's kind of given me an urgency to like lead my family and stuff and yes. to be able to provide it. But that's a lot of extra pressure that sometimes I take on For too sure. much pressure. And so I'm really dealing with just like making my own decisions and like sticking to them and not a, like wanting other people to make those decisions mm-hmm. for me, but being able to stick to them and make them. And it's hard. It's hard. To, it's really hard to do it that, is. to be able to like discern like what I need to do. Like I'm, I'm growing up, I'm being able to, to lead things. Um, and I'm being put in positions that are great, but I don't know mm-hmm. what to do a lot of the time at all, yeah. which is great at the same time, because then that just allows me to be able to follow Jesus even deeper than I have before. But it is a tough transition, especially just like within like the church body as a whole. Like I felt kind of disconnected at times um, at different churches mm-hmm. because there isn't like in, in Lebanon, there isn't a college ministry or yeah. anything like that. Um and so, like, it's, it's just been kind of weird, like, being with the adults. Like, I'm not really an adult, and they don't really view me as as an adult. Mm-hmm. But the kids in youth group, like, I don't need to be with them yeah. either because, like, I'm we're just in a different season of life now. And so I've been trying to figure out what that looks like. And we got some good things in the works yes, happening. Yes, we do, yes. And it's exciting what God's moving through there in, mm-hmm. in, in that ministry. 
and what he's been placing on my heart to do there. But it has been an awesome transition, but it's been an uncomfortable transition. And that's mm-hmm. like what it has been like my whole, yeah. like this whole like relationship with Jesus is so uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but it's, it's so good because yeah. it challenges us to be more like him and to not just stay where we're at and be content with where we're at, complacent mm-hmm. with where we're at. We can be content with everything that we have, but yes. I sometimes get those words mixed up right there. But, no, yeah. um, to not be complacent with where I stand, but to keep diving in deeper, to keep looking in to see how the word can transform me and and God's words can transform me and to be more like him. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people get discouraged in their faith because you do face hardships being a Christian and moving forward and it's faith. You're moving in faith. Um, you, and we have fear through that faith. And like you said, it's been very uncomfortable for you. And I feel like that's where a lot of Christians fail is because that uncomfortable, um, feeling that they are having is something where people start going the opposite direction because they're scared of that uncomfortable moment in your life. But being uncomfortable is a good thing and it's where God is growing you into the person you're supposed to be and I know like Zach said we just graduated we're going to be sophomores in college um and it's a weird time we're not actually consider I mean we're considered an adult but we don't really feel like we are right now um so we are still kind of trying to find our um purpose our way and where we kind of fit in um so that is something so awesome and this kind of goes along with the last question about Sadie mentioned you have so much joy ever since you've been a follower of Christ so um how where does that joy come from and how do you show that joy and love for those around you i definitely believe like that joy and and love that that stems off from from me comes directly from god like Mm -hmm. it's because of him yes that all of these things are set in place like and it's always it's always because of him Mm -hmm. like diving into his word and being able to just to see how he's used other people in my life too and like how they have been faithful Mm -hmm. like that's also helped me to see like his faithfulness in my life too and like i want to just be able to reproduce those things Mm -hmm. and to replicate those things that that he has shown me in in my life um back to having so much joy in life there are moments when it is so hard for me to find joy um just because of the distractions around me but like zach said when i set my eyes on jesus and i set my eyes on the plan and the purpose he has for me that's where my joy comes from and i have a lot of people ask me sometimes like how are you so joyful like something bad just happened a lot of times when something silly or little happens i laugh (laughs) and people are always like ellie why are you laughing and i'm like because I'm trying to find the little joys that God gives me on a daily basis and not letting those distractions steer me away from the joy we have every day in our life and the joy that is coming through Christ and eternity. And so joy is something so huge. And Zach, I can see that joy through you. I really can. After church camp these past two years, all of us girls, my mom, my sisters, we come home saying, wow, you can see that fire and that joy that um, Zach has for Christ and for others. And and you don't fully have that joy until you accept Christ, like you said. So that's so awesome. Yeah. And I think it's just so awesome seeing him praise Jesus all the time. And all we all get to do it together. And so what advice do you have for teens and athletes who are struggling to live a life for God? I think it all relates back to our purpose mm-hmm. that we have. Because I remember like looking back to when I was in high school. And especially like as an athlete, like I placed so much of my purpose in what I was doing and about what people said about me and things like that. But like my purpose stems directly off of 
what Jesus mm-hmm. says. And, it, and that's for everybody too. Like yeah. we are created by Jesus for Jesus. Mm-hmm. And like that is, that is the purpose that we have. And it is, it is hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say one of the biggest things that you can do is to find fellow believers in a community yeah. of people that you can rely and count on to be able to talk about hard things. Mm-hmm. Because that was something my freshman and sophomore year that I didn't really do a whole lot. Like I kept those things to myself a lot and I bottled those things down. I didn't share those things with my, mm-hmm. with my parents at all. I just kind of kept those things to myself and that just ate me up. Um, and so being able to express those things and to share those things with others and being able to be okay with being broken mm-hmm. because that's, that's huge because God wants a broken heart yes. and like, it's okay for us to be broken. Yeah. Like blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven, that Matthew five, five, three. And it's just, it's so important to be able to recognize that brokenness and then to be able to do things, to be able to go out and talk to people, to be able to talk to God about those things yeah. um, because he wants He wants that. And there's other people out there that want that. And that's contrary to what the devil makes us, mm-hmm. the seed that he plants in our head to make us think that yes. he doesn't want people, uh, that people won't understand or anything like mm-hmm. that. People do understand. Like We all go through similar things. Um, there's, there's always somebody that has gone through it or knows somebody that has gone through it or will go through it. Yes. And so it's important to be able to talk to those people about things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like my grandpa this morning when he was preaching, he actually mentioned like people coming up, up to the altar and not being okay. And like, it's okay not to be okay. Like mm-hmm. God takes the brokenhearted and he heals them. And that is why you're at the altar. Like that is why you're praying to God. And I was actually talking to someone yesterday about their purpose in life and he was just really struggling and he didn't know why he was in the world at the time and I just really told him like you just have to like find your purpose and it's if you're going to take that leap of faith and really strive to grow your relationship with Christ and to really know that like you are here for a reason and like even though you might not know like what your purpose is yet like God is going to give you a purpose. And I feel like it's really important for us as Christians to show people our struggles. Um, I know like for me, social media um, through Instagram, I kind of share some of that. And I've had so many people reach out um, to me because of that, asking me to pray for them or as it brings up conversations that I would have never had if I wouldn't have opened up. Um, so we were actually talking about this earlier, how it's so important for you to talk with other people about how you are struggling, what you, how God is helping you through these struggles that you are having daily, um, and finding your purpose through those struggles. Um, things happen for a reason. Everything does, and there's so much purpose in your life through everything you do, and that is something so awesome. Do you have anything else to say, Zach? Yeah, like God uses God. God mm-hmm. has used every single struggle that I have had. Yeah. You know, it's not that He in, intended for those things Mm-mm, to happen. Yeah. You know, like that is not the natural yes. way that things are supposed to happen. Like the way that God had created them to be. Mm-hmm. But because of our sin and because of our shortcomings, and like because sin, like it literally affects like generations before us. Like that sin, like affects us yes. now. And I'm just now starting to like realize those things. <laughs> yeah. Like broken re- relationships from my grandparents like mm-hmm. have affected yeah. me directly. And so, and being able to kind of address those things, be able to process through those things mm-hmm. and to not like put God in a box in those scenarios yeah. and say like, well, this is just how I'm, I'm going to feel. Cause I do that a lot. Or blaming just, him for it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because he doesn't, he doesn't do those mm-hmm. things. Like it's our yeah. choices that, yeah. that allow those things to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Yeah. That's and it reminds awesome. me of the song, like you take what the enemy meant for evil and you turn it for good. And like God will always turn everything for good, even though all those hard trials and things that you go through, something good is going to come out of it every single time. 
And I can tell you, you're not going to see that hope and that um, victory when you are going through those struggles. I can promise you that. It's so hard. I have recently went through a struggle and I felt so alone and so stuck. And I remember those times when I felt so helpless. I'd um, turn on some praise music and I would praise my Jesus wherever I was. And that's when I saw that joy, when I would set my eyes upon Him. But whenever I've just let a little bit of this world come in to the struggles I was having, that's when I lost that. And I feel like it's so hard. So if you are struggling, like you are going to get through it and there is victory through that and there is purpose. And I love what Zach said, like what you said, so awesome. And like you said, the things that have happened are affecting you now. And um, God means all of that for good in the end. And it's all going to be a victory. So now, Zach, we all go to church camp Nyingua. That's kind of where we, yes, camp Nyingua, we love that. We should go. Yes. Um, But that's kind of where we um, got together to fellowship and share our faith with each other. That's when I realized Zach was even on fire for God, which church camp of 20. 19? Like, yeah, it's like I think, 20, or 20, 20, 20, 20. Years, two years ago. Yeah, I think, I think so. Two years ago. <laughs> so this year you've spent two weeks at camp already. Um, what is your favorite part about camp and what do you love about the experience you have? Well, this year it was kind of it's kind of different because this yeah. is the first year that I got to go as like a counselor or sponsor. Um, and so that was definitely different than, yes. than before as coming as just a camper because I got to directly pour out into these mm-hmm. kids and it was cool because I got to go to teen week awesome. and pre-teen week which was so different like it was oh, so crazy the difference man those little kids sometimes drove me crazy but <laughs> it was so cool like especially like with them being able to to have conversations with them that nobody mm-hmm. else has had with them yet like a lot of them like it's the first time being away yes. from their parents and to be able to address like to see these issues that mm-hmm. are that are there and the problems that are there and to be able to have real conversations with them yes. and to express that like there's love there and we are telling them things mm-hmm. because we love them and want to see what is best for them. That was probably one of the coolest things because like, I wish I would have had that yes, like as, as a kid. As a kid. Yeah. yeah. And especially like from my parents or whoever it was, like, I wish I would have had that guidance and direction from that young of an age because then I could have avoided or been better prepared yes. how to handle mm-hmm. these trials that, that came about. But then Teen Week was awesome too. Like they're so different and Teen Week was just awesome because I, and both of them, I got so filled up Yes, And it was so cool just watching, especially with the teens, because I've poured a lot out into them. And most of them have been my peers Mm -hmm. at at certain points. And so being able to have deep conversations with them and getting to spend time with them when I haven't got to do that Mm -hmm. a lot, that was was awesome. And then also just getting to see people that I only get to see once a year and just being able to have those those real conversations and just eliminating those distractions Mm -hmm. out of the way. That's something like that's kind of been a common theme, I think, with today so far. It's just like these distractions like get in the way of, of what God has for us. And yes. all I can keep thinking about, like it just it keeps popping up in my mind is like when Peter is walking on the water, like as mm-hmm. long as he keeps his eyes on Jesus, yes. like yeah. he doesn't, he doesn't fall in the water, but yes. as soon as he takes exactly. his eyes off, as soon as he gets distracted by the wind and the little things, mm-hmm. then he starts to sink. But then God is also the first one to pick him right, right back up. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was just kind of so running good. through my mind, mind too, a little bit. Yeah, that's so good. And the church camp atmosphere, like, it's just so amazing. And a lot of people, when we say, oh, we're going to church camp, they're like, ooh, like, no air conditioning, which we do have it, but that's what a lot of people assume. And um, having to stay in a dorm, not the best beds ever, people just think all of these negative things. But 
being in the presence of Jesus with people that love him is something that I cannot describe, just like accepting him. It's another one of those experiences that is just so incredible. And um, like Zach said, this whole theme of, I feel like this podcast is distractions because if we get distracted, everything in life is about being distracted. And if we turn our eyes away from Jesus, that's when we start to fail. And that's when all of these enemies attack us and come in and that's when things start falling apart. So that is so good, Zach. And it's hard for most of us to come back from church camp and still be on fire for God mm. like we were at church camp. But I feel like we as like a Lebanon community have really still been on fire for God and are really trying to get the Lebanon community on fire for God after getting back from church camp. And so one of the last questions is, what are your dreams or hopes for the future? Because we all know that Zach probably has big dreams. <laughs> yes, yes. I think my, my Enneagram is two wing three, so the three oh, is like yeah. a cheaper Dreamer, part of that. Like, I want to achieve yeah. a lot of things. But um, I think there's a lot of uh, things that like I kind of have insight. Mm-hmm. Um, one specifically right now is college ministry mm-hmm. in Lebanon. Like yes. it's about to happen. It's about to be, keep your eyes open. It's going to, it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. Yes. And so I'm really excited about that and what that's going to look like, because I know there's a need for that mm-hmm. in our community because it's just not, it's just not here. No, like it has not. never been present. And there's so many college age students that stay here to either work or, uh, go to community college yes. and that they just don't have a place to, mm-hmm. to fit in. Um, and so this is going to be able to create yeah. that environment and to work as one whole body together. Yes. Um, I think another one of my, my goals, like I, I want to be a youth pastor. That's kind of the, so the vision cool. so far. I don't know what that, I where God's going to take me, take me down that. And it's so cool talking about camp too. Like, like that is where like the first seed was planted, like where I need to do yes. ministry. It was that first year of camp. And it hadn't been very long since I had rededicated my mm-hmm. life. It had only been a few months. But I remember the pastor talking about um, just like how he was sitting in those same mm-hmm. seats thinking about doing ministry. And I was like, oh. He's talking to me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, dang, he's, he's talking to me right now. But it, that thought just never left my mind. And so that's one of the things mm-hmm. like I love about camp too. But like that's one of the dreams and hopes that have just stuck with me over the past couple of years now and it's been pretty cool to like get to see that play out and the opportunities that have been set in place um like i'm just so excited like i love leading things but i also love being able to follow Mm -hmm. like i just i just love that and i'm excited to break these generational curses too like (laughs) like i I, yeah i'm just kind of tired of seeing like broken relationships Mm -hmm. and like i want to get married yes no (laughs) and so that's another that's another goal that um hopefully in the near future yeah. that is accomplished but that's also like all these things are they never stop yeah either like all these dreams and hopes like they never never stop but all of them relate back to christ and mm-hmm. in following him and keeping my eyes on him the whole time yeah and i think it's so awesome now that you have these dreams in mind that's when you start praying for them mm-hmm. and you start seeing god reveal those dreams to you um i know for me that's happened recently and it's something where it made my relationship with God even closer because I see how he is working and Mm. I didn't know he was doing what he was doing when these things first started but like you said it's opened up so many opportunities and so many goals and dreams that you've always um, wished for and hoped for so that's something so awesome do you have any final words to say Sadie before Um, we just want to tell you that we're proud of you yes we are so proud of you Zach do you have any final words for our listeners or anything that God has laid on your heart that you want to share with us yeah so I think one thing that's kind of been in my mind over the past 
probably six months probably has mm-hmm. just been like like I've been so caught up in like my desires with yeah. things and like I've been struggling like being able to see like what are my desires mm-hmm. and what are God's desires for yeah. me but like if I am following Christ mm-hmm. like he gives me like he become like he yeah. is my desire yeah. so he's gonna give me those things that I, I desire because exactly. like, he knows my truest desires mm-hmm. and so like all those things like going into hopes and dreams and all these things like he knows I need him mm-hmm. and like like that's that's the desire that I want to have, and that's a that's the desire yeah. that we all should have too. But mm-hmm. you guys are seriously so awesome. Like you guys Aww, have been just you, like you guys have poured into me so much, oh, I'm so and, happy. and and done so much for me and built me up. And I don't even really understand why. Like I, a lot of those <laughs> things, like I don't even see. Like sometimes yeah. I glance over and I don't see um, how God has moved through me in in yeah. those significant ways. So it's cool to be able to hear that from another no, perspective. Yeah. You are totally amazing. We always talk about it. And God, we can see God in your life. And that's something so awesome. And it's so awesome to be able to be in like a community like this, to be able to talk about these things like this, to just be able to see like Mm -hmm. God move and just declare that. Yes. And just, it's just so awesome to see what you guys are doing and how God's moving through you. And how, oh, it's just so awesome. I'm so excited for what he's going to continue to do too. Yes, and Zach has some big dreams that we will be taking a part in going forward with him and encouraging him and um, helping him grow. And we are so excited for that. Um, And thank you so much again for being on the podcast. Thank you guys. Um, We are so excited for you guys to hear Zach's words and the stories that he has built through following Christ and through being a follower of the one true King. And um, we are just so proud of him, like we said, and we are just so thankful that we get to do this. Yeah, and keep praying for us. Keep praying for him. Like we all need prayers, especially going through this new journey in life and We are just super excited to see what God is going to do. So, yeah, so we're going to wrap up now. So remember to just be real. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next time. Yeah, thank you. (laughs)